In the great halls of USA Today, we assemble the newsroom's mightiest nerds, Brett Molina. I'm so sorry for the producer of this podcast. <laughs> Kelly Lawler. I will fight you on it. Brian Truitt. Spoiler town! <laughs> Together, they form The Mothership. Their mission? To harness their collective encyclopedic knowledge of nerdiness in all its forms. To dissect every trailer, plot twist, and game released for the geekiest of fans. The Mothership. Saving the universe from bad comic book adaptations every Friday. All aboard the Mothership, the Geek Culture Podcast from the USA Today Network. Thanks for joining us, and happy Friday, friends. Happy Friday, Brett! Let's meet the crew. I'm Brett Molina. I play video games. And my favorite character from The Good Place is Janet. I also want to give a shout-out to Derek. Maximum Derek. I'm Brian Truitt. I watch movies. My favorite Good Place character is Sean the Demon. But shout-out to Cheaty. He's pretty awesome. Yes, he is. If this is your first time listening to us, welcome. New episodes of The Mothership drop every Friday, and you can subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you like to listen. While you're on Apple Podcasts, if you would like to stay at The Good Place, it would be great if you could leave us a rating or a review because other people who are fans of nerdy pop culture can find our show. And as a bonus, we will give you a shout-out on the next episode. So try it out. Tell us what you want to see. It's all upside for everybody. And you won't be in the bad place anymore if you start listening to us. You really don't want to be in the bad place, seriously. Don't forget, along with leaving a review, you can get in touch with us on Twitter. We're at Mothership Pod. Or you can send us an email to MothershipPod at usatoday.com. On to the main topic. Here's a clip. So the bad place sent Simone to mess with Chidi, John to mess with Tahani. Do you think they sent Linda to mess with Jason? She's from Norway. Is Norway like the opposite of Florida? All I know is she's boring. She makes neutral Janet look like disco Janet. Disco Janet was around for a while years ago. She was great. I mean, she was a lot, but she was fun. Actually, that's a good idea. Let's unload this dead weight. Janet? That was from the NBC series The Good Place. Season 4 kicked off on Thursday, September 26th. It is the final season of The Good Place, which is kind of a bummer because, honestly, it has been a favorite of this podcast for quite a while now. But shout out again. Both to Chidi, but also to stories that have an ending, which I almost, I feel like every week I say, stories need endings, stories need endings, and thankfully this will have an ending. We are not going to have season 15 like the Big Bang Theory or anything like that. But so. Supernatural could go on forever, although that is ending too, so. I didn't want to make a Supernatural <laughs> dig because Brian would literally kill me, so. Oh, you're within slapping I, I need, I need, <laughs> I need to be careful where each of my choice of words here. So for this week, in honor of The Good Place in the fourth season, we have a very special guest. Uh, you may know him as Cheedy. It is William Jackson Harper, who is right here with us to talk more about season four, going to the Emmys, and a whole lot more. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, yeah. You're a podcast favorite here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, great. All right, so let's get started. Um, you were just at the Emmys on Sunday. Do you have like a special routine or anything you do to prepare for the day of the show? No, no, absolutely not. It's my first time um, going. So I honestly, I, I just sort of did what everyone told me to. <laughs> like showed up when they told me I took a shower, you know, I just like did the stuff. I just treated like I was going to church, you know, like, <laughs> like going to church on the Sunday, take a bath and try to, you know, like at least smell like a human by the time I got through that red carpet and stuff. 
being the first time you were there, I mean, was there anybody that you met that you got a little starstruck by or kind of like, what was your coolest experience? Um, I mean, I was starstruck by everybody. You know, I feel like I borrowed like a really cool suit from my brother or something and then like just <laughs> snuck in. And um, and so, yeah, I, I mean, like I was in a room with like Regina King and John Hamm and Don Cheadle in the tight quarters. Like we were close. And I was just sort of like, uh, I shook hands with people and tried to act like I was supposed to be there. Who smelled the best? You're talking about everybody takes a shower for that kind of thing. In your tight quarters. Oh, well, I mean, it can't be smelled the best. Christian Bell smells the best. Okay. She smells good all the time. She smells how she looks. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's pretty, yeah, pretty great. So this week kicks off the fourth and final season of The Good Place. In an era where it seems like there's so many choices for TV nowadays, you know, what has helped The Good Place stand out? Well, I think that we live in a time where it seems like folks aren't looking out for each other and not necessarily invested in what can I do to make the lives of those around me easier, better, more fulfilling? How can I make them happy? Um, It seems like it seems like that's not really something that people are thinking about or dealing with, and or at least not, you know, in our leaders, you know. And so it's really, I think people are really deeply invested in in seeing people take care of each other. I, I feel like, you know, it's a show that is very optimistic, but it also has a lot of bite. And, you know, it, so it, rather than it being this therapy sort of like, let's all give each other a hug at the end of this, it's you know, a lot of people behaving in a way that feels very familiar and and also being very much very invested in each other and living for each other. And they, I think people were are kind of craving that. You know, they're they're craving seeing sort of the best in humanity. because um, I think we're just bombarded with a lot of garbage. One well, interesting thing too about the good place is just the structure of the show. It it changes almost like Every four episodes, every season will start as one thing. And then like by like three or four episodes in, it is something totally different. And it's just, it's always a great thing because, you know, with so many shows that are kind of samey anymore, The Good Place always is something different multiple times within its own seasons. And as season four starts out, it's interesting to kind of see, you know, how most of Chidi's friends are kind of like, you know, they have a mission and everything. And Chidi's back to kind of, he's the one who's kind of like, he knows the least and he's back to kind of where he started in season one to a degree. Yeah. Um, what can we expect Chidi to go on in terms of a journey? And what is that like for you to kind of like, do you kind of go back to like season one will in terms of choices being made and things like that? Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, kind of the the core of the character stays the same, you know, throughout the, all the seasons. I think that what's different this time is the circumstances around Chidi going into season four are very different in that, you know, everyone else knows something that he doesn't. Whereas, you know, before we were all in the dark. And, and so it's like, for me, it's like, it's, it's a lot of fun to, to sort of go back to those initial choices and really just get back in touch with the core of the character and, you know, just letting that sort of drive what happened or how I react to what happens in, in season four. And, you know, it's like having come from theater, 
you know, like you live the whole story every night. So it's basically a reset every time. And so there's, there's aspects of this that are almost easier because I've, I, I get to just rather than trying to hold on to what happened in season three or season two or whatever, and things that were shot a long time ago that I haven't seen in forever, I just get to go right in, you know, brand new to this stuff. And, um, that's, that's kind of fun because it, it sort of leans into the vibe of like making a play every night and living that reality out every single night for the first time or trying to simulate like it's, you know, that it's the first time. But it also brings up it's a whole new crop of challenges because we as a cast have grown together and found a rhythm and a chemistry and to, to, to kind of pull away from some of the habits and the tricks and the things that we do together to pull away from that is uh, a, a, a little trickier proposition sometimes. It's like, Mary, you don't know this person. You don't have uh, a rapport with this person anymore. And you have to have to let that go. It's challenging, but at the same time, it's, um, it's very much what I'm used to. So it's just trying to get back in touch with that. So looking more broadly, like at, you know, the, maybe the tone of season four, um, what do you think this season does differently? You mentioned obviously Chidi's perspective, but more big picture. What do you think this season of The Good Place does differently than the previous three? Well, I think that every season, the questions that we pose become larger and more complicated. And this season does that to the nth degree. I, I feel like the show gets incredibly infinitely more complex here we here we're going to start to get some answers of where you know the creators were mike sure where we all kind of come down on what we actually think is how we think things could should how things could or should work and so it's um yeah it's 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 more of that it's more of the same but it just you know it's just it's it just explodes in in terms of of how thorny and 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 strange the the questions we pose are. The show's humor has always been fantastic, and the use of puns—it's not cheesy or like dad jokey. It is—I mean—they are really kind of like clever, and and they really kind of move things along in in a way. The humor moves things along in a way, whereas just you know a lot of sitcoms just use it as for a laugh track, but like. Everything on the good place seems to matter in kind of moving the show and its characters and everything along. Do you have a favorite pun joke scene episode? You know, kind of what is when you look back, like what is the funniest thing that that you saw in like your whole career there? The funniest thing I saw was hands down the Janet's episode. Watching Darcy play all of us so well and then do this thing where she was playing Jason play Eleanor or vice versa I can't remember exactly but we take such big swings and just go gonzo with all of the the humor and stuff like that and it's that was just a master class I was my jaw was on the floor the entire time and I was cracking up and it, it was great and you know there's also the um the episode uh dance dance resolution where we had the several resets, and we had the the bad place folks come in. We had, uh, I mean, like watching all of those different scenarios um, 
and and how they how they play off each other and how like the realizations like several times in a row was hilarious and watching Michael break down you know because like the humans just refuse to you know just to play the game um, that's great you know when the bad place showed up and we, they were like doing mix and tapes karaoke like what kind of who came up with that joke like how does that <laughs> how does that work you know like it, and so it's it, it's just endlessly creative and I, I mean to nail down just one is 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 tough every episode every script there's one moment that's just like wow they're they're going to follow this joke into the forest and they're going to beat it with a stem and bring it home for us that's great so describe what the last day of filming was like on season four because obviously this is the final season what what was that day like yeah I'm emotional i mean you know we've had a, a built-in hangout session for the last four years um and to you know to be saying goodbye um is uh really like really oh you know intense you know and really like uh it's tough because it's you know we are we've really we've grown together a lot and you know the four babies you know myself darcy jamila and manny this is like the biggest thing that we've had to date and to work with two legends like Ted Danson and, and Kristen Bell and to have them be as kind and as open and as collaborative and um, as giving as they are. It's tough. Cause I feel like, you know, like what experience are we going to have to match that? And so I'm, I'm yeah, I'm just like, um, I'm just, yeah, it, it's, it's a swirl of emotions. It's also the right thing to do for the story. We've told the story that we want to tell and let's let let it be that and not, you know, just kind of keep treading water until we just sort of like blow it out into irrelevancy. You know, I'm looking forward to just trying on some, some different characters, you know, going forward. That's what I'm trying to hold on to so I don't get too too down about the fact that I don't get to hang out with these folks for for several months every year. You were also on movie screen this summer with Midsummer, which is out now on digital and is, you know, to borrow a phrase, forking nuts. <laughs> what was that whole experience like? You know, coming from the good place and like, you know, having this major movie deal and just being something just so absolutely crazy. It's yeah, it's nuts. I mean, like the movie making a movie is very different. We move much, much more slowly. And, you know, a movie like this that is so visually specific. It takes a lot of concentration, and um, it takes it takes it honestly takes a lot of takes to get what we're going for. And so, uh, you know, it's it's different uh, from the Good Place, you know, obviously because you know the Good Place is a very light, bright, optimistic world, and we're walking into basically a psychedelic nightmare on Midsummer. So it's tough at times to shake off the. Uh, you know, like one character that you've been playing for so long to go into this other thing. But it's also exactly what I got into this for is, you know, the challenge of playing different people, not just being myself all the time and, you know, relying on a certain stick, but trying new things and not worrying about being likable. And, you know, like that, that was, that was great. When you watched that movie for the first time, were you freaked out like the whole time, even though you knew what was coming? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I read the script and I, it touches on all the things that freak me out, which is, you know, like 
you know, sort of the psychology of, of belief and on um, grief and loss and, you know, like sort of fading relationships. Like these are all things that sort of, that really terrify me. But then there's also, there's sacrifices <laughs> and there's, you know, a lot of blood and it's, uh, it, it, yeah, I was thoroughly, thoroughly freaked out while watching the movie. And, you know, I also would watch it myself. And that is also very nerve wracking and always uh, really uncomfortable. So it, it was a very sweaty trip to the movie theater uh, to watch that one. So among uh, multiple credits on your resume, you worked on the electric company at one point. What was that experience like? And is there anything you learned from that back in the day that you still take to heart now? Well, I, I just learned how to be on set. I, that was like my first time going to a set for more than a day and to have more than just a scene, how to behave. It's not like I'm a jerk all the time in real life, you know, but I think it's like I, I did sort of learn how to be more patient because, you know, in a rehearsal room for a play, you're just constantly engaged all of the time. And when you're working on a set for a TV or movie, you know, there's a lot of people that have to do a lot of things for my work to even begin to matter. That really wasn't that tough a set to be on. It was actually a lot of fun, but that was something that I had to get adjusted to um, was just all that downtime. You know, I'm just not used to having that. So what does your um, post good place Hollywood career look like? I mean, what, what do you have coming up next and what are you working on now? Yeah. Um, right now I am in production for the underground railroad on Amazon. Oh, cool. That looks uh, great. Is, yeah. Yeah. That's I'm, I'm working on that now. And, Really going to go into the, the lab on that one here in the next few weeks. And then um, I've got a movie coming out on, on November 22nd called Dark Waters, which I shot over the course of uh, the winter this year, just earlier this year. And then I have uh, Jack Ryan also dropping on Amazon November 1st, I believe. So a lot of things that I've already done the work on are getting ready to come out. And so I'm just sort of just sort of waiting and doing this uh underground railroad project i think i'm going to really concentrate on that because the story is just it's really important to me and and it's it's a beautiful piece of writing and i just want to be equal to the task so um that's uh, the main thing it's just trying to do the best most honest work that i can there so one final question before we let you go um you know your character chidi in the good place talked a lot about philosophy and ethics and things like that were there any particular lessons from that character that you learned that you take to heart now personally? Um, you know, I think the thing I take from Chidi is, you know, just make it about the people around you. You know, like the, the world, your life, your views. What are you doing to actually make the world a better place for the folks that are, that are close to you and for society at large? I think that, you know, one of Chidi's flaws is that he's so committed to knowing the right way to do things that it can lead to a kind of self-obsession. I think that's one of the biggest character flaws that he has. And I think coming away from it, it's like, oh, you know, like really what he needs to do is just concentrate on what is the best thing to do for the people around me right now and do that and do the best you can. And so I, I, I feel like coming away from this show on a set of people that were doing that, I want to try to bring that energy into my life as much as I can. Cool, man. Thanks so much. 
Yeah, thanks so much for your time. It was great having you. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Okay, listeners, it's your turn. Do you watch The Good Place? Are you excited for season four? Have you seen Midsummer, or are you still curled up in the fetal position after? Let's talk about it on Twitter. You can find us at Mothership Pod, or you can tweet at us individually. I'm at BrettMolina23. I'm at Brian Truitt. Don't forget, you can email us, too. We're at MothershipPod at usatoday.com. That will do it this week. Thanks so much for listening. Special thanks to our pilots slash producers of The Mothership, Shannon Green and Natalie Boyd. If you like the pod and don't want to miss an episode moving forward, you can subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts. While you're there, how about leave us a rating or a review? It helps other people find the pod, and we give you a special shout-out so everybody wins. If Apple Podcasts isn't your jam, you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening. Until next week, nerds, out. Later. Later.